Welcome to the Self-Publishing Queen podcast. My name is Josiane Fortin and I'm a self-published author. I'm obsessed with helping and motivating writers to publish their books and share their gift with the world. My goal with this podcast is to inspire you to take action and be the writer you want to be. Let's go! Hello writers, I'm Josiane Fortin and today I'm interviewing Matt State. So Matt is the self-published author of four books about martial arts. So thank you so much for being with us today and please tell us a little bit about you. Thank you for inviting me on, it's, uh, it's great to be here. Uh, a quick overview of me, I won't, I won't take long. So uh, essentially I was, I was a scrawny kid with asthma, I didn't do very well at school, I was bullied a lot, my father committed suicide, wasn't the most auspicious starts. Um, but from there, I've managed to fall into martial arts, and that was my saving grace. From that point, I went into security work as a bouncer, as a doorman, as a bodyguard, and um, started writing about those sort of escapades and stories because people seemed genuinely interested. And that was the that was the embryonic version of my first book. Um, went on to compete in martial arts quite a lot. Uh, became a world champion, gold, silver, bronze medalist, won national titles and went on to teach security personnel for over 10 years and and that led to further books and and where we are today really i now run a number of different businesses i own a social media company i train people on how to use various elements of social media specifically tiktok and i write regularly for various articles um, for various magazines and things so yeah that's uh, oh oh and i nearly forgot i've recently gone back to university to study a master's in marketing because we all went into this crazy world that we're in this year and I figured I'd do something positive with the time. That's a good idea and can you tell us a, a little bit about the chronology of your books like which one are, is about and why did you decide to, to write each one like how did this get started and where are you going with that? Okay well the, the first one that was called Modern Samurai, uh, a revealing look at the private security industry. So that was basically a tales around my time working on the doors in nightclubs and bars and, and all that side of, uh, of what I used to do. So I, I half wrote it and then threw it in a drawer for about three years and told myself nobody would want to read it. It's utterly ridiculous that I should write a book. And who did I think I was? Um, so I had all of those feelings of self-doubt and, you know, I wasn't worth it and everything else. And um, but it, it just bubbled away. It wouldn't it wouldn't leave me. And always in the back of my head, it was there and it was just sort of itching to get out. So I pulled it back out the one day and sat down with it and scheduled writing time, formatted it in a way so that I actually had a an accountable schedule and got it finished. And that was the first book. And, and, and to my absolute delight, it was received really, really well. Um, it hits number one in its category a number of times in, on Amazon. Uh, the reviews were really positive. Lots of people within the industry were very positive about it. And that that sort of made me think, well, actually, I could I could maybe do this again, you know? <laughs> yes, why not? <laughs> um, and so, yeah, so that then led to a couple more. So uh, I wrote a another book called My Journey Up the Mountain, The Road to Black Belt, and that's a very similar sort of vein, but instead that's about my martial arts career. So they're all sort of basic stories. It's not a, I was born this year, did that, went to school there. So it's not a sort of in that in that way. It's more a conversational type approach. And, um, and so, yeah, that, that tells 
sort of martial arts stories and things around that. Uh, I wrote another book called um, Child Safe, 20 Easy Ways to Keep Your Child Safe. And that's more in and around for parents, things that they can do with their children together. And then finally, uh, our last book that I wrote was co-authored with uh, Kai Morgan, who's an exceptionally good martial arts blogger. And the, the, the basis, the premise of that book was online martial arts evolution or extinction. And we talked about how uh, the online space and how martial arts will evolve within that. And we released that in February last year, just before we went into lockdown proper. And so my physical gym, of which I own one, that's been closed now since last March for nearly a year. And so when we released the book, we didn't actually know that we were going to go into this lockdown and, and we were going to have this crazy time that we're all having. So um, so it was a really interesting sort of conversation in and around that that's now actually playing out before our very eyes. So those are the four books that are out. I've got three that are actually on the go at the moment. OK. Um, and uh, my 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 uh, challenge that I've set myself is to now do one book a year as a bare minimum. So my intention is to do one book a year moving forward. Okay, and what is the next one coming out? What is it about? Ah, uh, well, that's, <laughs> there's, there's two ones that are on, well, I say there's three on the go, but there are two that are kind of neck and neck at the moment, okay. um, depending on how we go with that. So the one, they're, they're both working titles, by the way. And so if somebody pinches this now, I'm going to be really upset with the world. Um, so one is The Thinking Man's Thug, which is the third installment, if you will, of the two that I've already written. So that's um, a sort of filling in the blanks in between all of that, because A, it's a style I like writing in. Um, uh, essentially, I can be free to sort of express things in the way that I want to express, express them and not being classically trained. I think that's a good way of putting it, you know, not having a formal, educated um way to actually write books so it's it's been intuitive as in i've learned as i've gone and so that's that works really well for me so that's one that's on the go and then another one that i'm sort of working on is what's called uh, i'm calling it the confidence cookbook and i've been doing that one now for it's probably about two and a half nearly three years and i keep coming back to it leaving it coming back to it and it changes it morphs and and every time i mean you, i'm sure you know yourself as we go through life's journey we learn things as we go along right discover things and and every time it's like oh i've got to write that in the book I've got yes to that in, and then it changes into something else <laughs> yes and i'm always curious to know right now you aim to publish one book a year but the very first one how long did it take you to write it i actually sat on that for three years um and it lived in a it lived in a drawer and i didn't do anything so overall that probably took about five years from start to finish however it was probably about a year of, of just occasionally putting things down occasionally writing things when I had the muse if you will for want of a better word um, and then it was only after I'd sat on it for a number of years that I actually structured the writing and forced myself to look at it as a job of work and allocate it set time and yeah. so then then the actual writing itself finishing the writing of it um, didn't really take that much longer probably eight to ten weeks but then obviously it's the process then of of actually getting it out into the world right and i've seen that you have a big following on tiktok Three hundred thousand people are following you so do you use that platform to market your books yes yes uh, tiktok i'm very grateful to the land of tiktok they've they've adopted me for some reason <laughs> um which is peculiar because 
a lot of people seem to think that people of my age shouldn't be on there and they may be right. However, <laughs> it's, a, it's a really interesting place to be. It's full of enthusiasm and lots of energy and it's a great, um, there's, there's a lot of really, really clever things happening over there. It's something that people don't often think about. They, they think that it's just a lot of stupid people doing stupid things when in actual fact, a lot of stuff's really, really clever. Um, and I seem to have found a home over there a little bit with some of the things that I do. And yes, I do use it to promote both my online courses and my writing and my martial arts. So everything that I do that goes through the filter of TikTok as well as my other social media channels. Yeah. I'm very curious to know as an author, what kind of content do you create specifically for TikTok? Because that's something I've been struggling with. I don't know what to put out there. Okay. Well, for me, it's it's relatively simple because, as, as I've already mentioned, the first couple of books, they were essentially stories from my life and things that I'd actually been in and around and seen and, and all the rest of it. And that ties in really well with my martial arts and a lot of the teaching stuff that I do. And so, so it's, it's quite a natural progression for me. So I can actually come back on it and start seeding those ideas. So not necessarily direct selling, Although I do occasionally do that, but for the most part, it's more about seeding and putting the ideas out there and leading them down that pathway. So I will say things like, oh, well, this is such and such. I actually talk about this in book um, and then I'll name the book and I'll say, you know, in that book, this situation arose and I discussed that and we talked about that and um, and things like that. So so I basically what I do is I raise awareness around the fact that the books are out and hopefully build a little bit of um a little bit of people wanting to read more and know more. Okay, so you take a snippet of something that you share in your book and then you tell people, if you want to know more, you can go check out my book, right? Yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't necessarily do it in that manner though because okay. one of the things that's about TikTok is that they, TikTok as a whole doesn't like um, being sold to, very specifically sold to. Um, they're not keen on that. And so when you actually... When you actually sit there and say, buy my stuff, you just get met with this sort of wall of silence. So it's it's actually a much better play to just make people aware that these things are there and to give them enough value that they want to go and have a look. Essentially, that's kind of how uh, my funnel, for want of a better word, that's really how my funnels work. So of those sort of 300,000 plus people that follow me, which, as I said, I'm very grateful for, the idea is that if I give enough value, if I give enough interest, if I make people excited enough about what I'm doing, that they will want to then find out more about me and find out more about the things that I do and why I do them that way. And that's really where that, that comes across for me, because I can say, oh, well, this, I talked about this in my book. And the reason that I'm telling you this is the way that I do it is explained in the book as to why that happened. Okay. And so, yeah, it just builds. So that's builds. how far you go into talking about the book. And do people click on your on your profile and they can see the link there? Or do you just hope that they're going to use your name and look for you on Amazon? Uh, no, no, no. There's a, there's a direct link in my profile, which you can click through. So um, you can have a link tree on there. So you can have several links if you want to into a link tree. Or uh, for me, I just put the link to my main uh, Modern Samurai website. And that takes people through to my books, my online courses, um, some of the various other things that I do. So it's a central hub, basically, and they can then move from there into whichever particular product they want to. Okay, makes sense. And you also say you're a regular writer for industry publication. Um, well, essentially, there's 
like any particular niche or, or area, there's usually publications in and around that, and there's an enthusiastic base. And so if you have any kind of knowledge within that, then almost certainly people will be happy for you to you know, write for them. Um, there's a big difference between paid content and free content, as, I, as I'm sure you're aware, and, and, and taking that step across and managing to go from one to the other can be a little bit challenging. But again, that boils down to value and what you actually sort of give to the world. So um, again, I'm lucky in the sense that my niche is, it's, it's a very rich vein of resources and there's lots and lots of things to write about and everyone's got an opinion and everyone knows more than the next person. And so it's so it's really, really easy to find things to sort of write about and things to discuss. And um, and also it's something that I enjoy doing and I've got better at, I like to think, over time with practice. And so I've gone from right at the very beginning where I would be literally emailing and Facebook messaging just about anybody I could think of that may have anything to do with a blog or a magazine or a, an e-magazine or or even a website. If I could just write something on that, that would be a start. You know, um, I would do forwards for other people's books, um, just about anything at all, really. It's a, a to get to, to get practice and b to get sort of views on. Um, and once you start, especially with some of the the magazines, once you start at the lower end of the magazines and you start putting in some free stuff. And you understand how they want it presented, in what manner it wants to be presented, the kind of photographs that they like, the standard that they want things given in. It's all about making things easier for the other person. Everything I do, um, I always try and make it as easy as possible for the other person, because that way, then there's no friction. There's no static. If I've got to email um, a, a, a magazine several times and ask a lot of different questions about what I'm giving to them, they're almost certainly not going to ask me again. They're just going to be like, Do you know what? It's more trouble than it's worth this. Yeah. Whereas, whereas if I if I understand what it is that they want from me and I present that in a in a in a timely manner, then almost certainly when they need something else, they'll come to me again and they'll say, you know, Matt, can you do this? Which is exactly what happened. And the more that I did, the I'm not going to say better quality because that's not the right word, but the more well known magazine started to approach and say would I write for them could I put things up for them you know would I do things for them um and so uh, just before we went into lockdown I was writing for all of the biggest magazines in the country and I'd appeared on all of the biggest stages in the country with regards to expos and shows and things like that and then of course we you know went into lockdown and that all ground to a halt so um, but the, it was it was just gaining traction and it was it was it, it was almost gaining uh, a life of its own in that respect so yeah it's just a case of doing it as best you can try not to have friction simple as that really you know whatever it takes get rid of the friction okay that's good and what advice would you give to aspiring authors just in general uh two things really if i could um the first thing i would say is don't listen to the people that say you can't <laughs> Because um, there's lots of those in the world, and just because they can't doesn't mean that you can't. And um, you know, and, and so just the doing of it is is enough. I mean, it, it sounds it sounds sort of corny and contrite, but the truth is, the first book that I wrote, I wrote it because I just needed to write it. It was it was like in me. It was almost like it, it just had to come out. Um, and the fact that I ended up sort of publishing it and people liked it, and so that, that that was all extra. 
it was the writing of it that was the actual thing itself in that was so so yeah don't listen to people saying you can't because you can if you put your mind to it and the second thing is i would say structure it um and that was the thing really that's that's fallen in for me now is is i do i set myself a task and so I, when i'm writing i say that's it i'm doing 2000 words a day and i'll structure that in 6 days a week and that's what i'll do for me to be until the book is done and so by doing that even if i write 2000 words and they're absolute rubbish doesn't matter you know i metaphorically screw it up chuck it in a bin and do another one the point is i'm writing you know you can't call yourself a writer if you're not writing yeah <laughs> and the 2000 words so you sit down until the 2000 words are done or like do you focus more on a time like let's say you're going to sit for three hours and how does that work because like if you've been sitting there for four hours and you're not done do you keep going and keep going for me yes right yes for me i just write um again it's it doesn't work for everybody everyone has to find their own particular way but for me it worked out that what i tend to find is if i sit there and i overthink it i don't write anything hours go by and i'm still staring at a blank screen hating myself because i'm not writing anything right whereas if i just say i'm going to write and it doesn't matter what i write you know as long as my fingers are doing something i could be describing what the garden looks like out the window what the dog's doing at this point in time you know it could be a recipe for lunch it doesn't matter um but i, I find that the actual doing of it starts everything sort of working and eventually all being well that then flows into something that's usable okay so that's your way of getting into the flow and getting yeah getting yeah, your work yeah. going Yeah, yeah, just a case of just right. Uh, it, as I say, for me, it doesn't matter how, whether it's good or not. Just the just the actual, you know, the 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 actual doing of the writing starts to get everything working. Right, makes sense. And also, you said you're a social media and business coach. What advice could you give authors about promoting their books on social media? Oh well, that's uh, <laughs> that's an interesting one because I got it very wrong at the beginning. Um, and but then i also saw it done very very well so um i'll explain what i mean so basically i didn't allow time to promote my first book before i released it i didn't understand the timings with regards to publishing and self publishing and i didn't understand that the best thing you can do for yourself is to build a bit of momentum before you release the book and get people interested and get a you know get a reading base ahead of you get a beta group do all of these things you know get a community didn't know any of those things didn't do any of those things okay um but i was very very fortunate there's a guy over in the uk called rob moore now he's a multimillionaire property owner he's written a number of new york times best selling books and a uh, hugely successful guy and he put out a call for a beta reading group for one of his books that he was releasing and essentially it was like in two days time i'm going to want people to come to my place for three days we'll put you in a hotel we'll pay for everything we're going to lock you in a room for a couple of days you're going to read the next best selling book that's coming out and we want you to just spitball it right and i was like i'm going to drop everything if i can get on this i i, I don't care i'm going to drop everything so I, i put myself forward and lo and behold i i i got onto that and it was great and there was about 20 of us from all different types of walks of life people had flown in from various places as well and there was lots of um lots of academic people there were lots of professional people um and then there were just sort of average joes like myself who were plonked in the middle of it and everyone's opinion had a value 
and it was it was such a fantastic experience because what they've done is because he is a, he is a consummate professional you know and this is a good few years ago now he's a consummate professional he he had the beta reading groups he had the communities he had the interest he was putting out things for like three months before as to help you know getting people to help choose the cover design and all these kind of things, just building that interest, building that momentum, so that when the book was actually ready to go, you know, he had a long line of people with cash in their hand going, me, 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 you know, sell me the book. <laughs> um, and so that was a real, real eye-opener for me at that time. And that was an incredible sort of journey that I went through to see it done like that. Now, obviously, there are two sides of the coin in the sense that um, if you're self-publishing and you're uh, and you're sort of doing it on a budget, then you can't do some of the things that the guys with huge wallets can. However, the principles still remain the same. And so from that point on, yeah, I've, I've sort of utilized a lot of those ideas. And as I've moved further and further into, into the world of social media and into the world of training and into the world of doing that and, and, and helping people sort of become experts and the authority in their space, then books have become a real, um, a really, good way of achieving that and helping to gain that status. Now, um, it, you know, it's interesting because a lot of people think that if they write a book, it's going to make them a lot of money. Um, often that isn't the case, but what it can do is create a, a large amount of credibility, a huge amount of social media interest and content, and a wonderful talking point to meet people. I mean, you know, we're sat here today talking right now because yeah. of the fact that we've written books. Yep. And I'm wondering, like you have a big TikTok following. What is the second platform that you use? So I can ask questions about it. Is it Facebook? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Facebook, um, again, it's whether you love or hate Facebook, you can't deny that it's a huge powerhouse. And so TikTok is something um, that, 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 that I use a lot and it's great for a certain audience. Facebook is something else that I use a lot, and that's good for another audience. So on Facebook, as an example, I have um, four or five different groups, and they're all roughly 1,000, 1,400, 1,500 each within those groups. And then obviously, I've got my personal profile as well. So that works really well for me, as a, again, as a feeder and as a way to create a community, have conversations, and, and just to sort of stay in touch and things. So LinkedIn, again, I have a, a more business-like profile on there. So when you go on there, you'll see me um, looking all like sensible, pointing at things with a pen and, you know, um, that sort of shenanigans. Right. That's a more corporate kind of feel. Um, and then obviously Clubhouse recently in the past few weeks, Clubhouse has been an interesting place to, to be part of. And so I'm, I'm on there as well, uh, wondering if at some point um, this is actually going to take over the real world and I'm going to, I'm going to find myself one day waking up in some kind of weird oxygen tent where I'm fed food through a drip and my entire life is through a screen. Um, there's a book right there. Do you, have, do you happen to have invites for a clubhouse? Like I'm trying to get in. I don't know anyone who's in. Oh, okay. Right. Um, yeah, it's a clubhouse at the moment. They, it's very interesting. They've been very, very clever in the way that they've done this because they've created that exclusivity. They've created a huge sort of fear of missing out. They've done all the right things to make it like the 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 want the must have kind of thing now, and so um, because it's invite only, when you when you when you get invited in, you get given one invite yourself, and you get told that if you give that to the wrong person and they say the wrong thing, do the wrong thing, what have you, 
you can get thrown off as well because okay. it's forever more <laughs> that it was you that invited them on. Yes. So um, and so they've 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 created this space where, at the moment, it's 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 a bit like the wild west. It is a bit bonkers. There's all kinds of crazy people on there. Um, it crashed about two or three days ago because Vanilla Ice turned up. Um, Oprah Winfrey's been on there and all sorts of other people. There's lots of lots of really interesting people from film stars through to politicians through to uh, and you can be in a room talking to people that you would just never get in front of in any other way. You know, we're, we're talking business leaders that have armies of people between you and them and you just never get five minutes with them. However, you can find yourself in a room talking to them as we are now. Um, that's getting rarer as we move forward because the rooms are getting bigger and more people are coming on board. And so it's losing a little bit of that. And so those first weeks are, are now morphing into something a bit more, but it's still a really, really interesting place. And it's still lots of opportunity there. Um, you can put your name forward if you haven't already done so, I'd recommend doing that. Okay. So you can uh, you can claim your name on there. And then it's a case of just either waiting for somebody you know who can who has an invite spare that they can give you, um, which is obviously a bit of a challenge at the minute because they're not giving them out that regularly. Yeah. Um, or you can wait until they open up the app, which they eventually will. But unfortunately, it's, it is one of those at the moment where part of its attraction is the fact that it's quite difficult to get in. Uh, where do I uh, save my name? Is it on a website that they've set up or it's really I download um, the app and I just save yeah, my if name? You have and... an, yeah, if you have an iPhone, you download the app. You need to have an iPhone. Um, again, for, for some reason, it only works on iPhone. And there, where it's in beta stages, what they're saying is it will roll out to um, other phones, but at the moment, not yet. So if you have an iPhone, you download the app and then you can register your name there. It's worth doing that even if you're not on there. It's worth doing that even if you're not really sure if you're ever going to go on there because you never know what tomorrow might bring and you may want that name down somewhere down the line. Right. And so, I'm wondering, do you build a following of people following you or you build a room where people get into the room? How does it work? Okay, yeah, well, again, it's a, there's a number of different levels to that. So essentially, yes, you want people to follow you. You can do rooms yourself. Um, and, if, and after you've done a number of rooms, then you can get your own room. So basically you do, um, you, so you do a room. So it's you set up a room and people can come in and they can hear what you have to say and you can communicate like that. Okay, but you don't get your own proper certified room until you've done a number of those and then Clubhouse allow it. So you have to ask them very nicely and say, can I have a regular room, please? And can I call it this, please? Okay. And if you're lucky, they will say yes. And then that's yours. And then from there, then you can expand out. And some people on there are doing that at a huge rate of knots and they're gaining an awful lot of traction. Lots and lots of followers, um, lots and lots of businesses being done over there. Yeah, I think it's a good opportunity for me as a first mover, kind of first, because I would want to set up something in French and I don't think they have a lot of French content right now. So that's why I'm hoping to get in early so I can get the, the popular room where all the French speaker <laughs> gather and, and talk about book writing. Yeah, it's definitely, it's definitely something that um, you want to try and get on top of if you can. And there's, there are people on there talking about writing and there are people on there talking about publishing, so on and so forth. Um, 
but just like in the real world there's a space for everybody and then it's a case of who you resonate with because there are people on there that are talking about you know million dollar bestsellers and you know new york times bestsellers and all of this kind of thing and they're talking about the really the high end of if you like a book writing where for a lot of people that's not where they are for a lot of people they're 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 a lot you know a lot lower down the food chain shall we say and and for some they just want to write because they want to write for some they want to publish a book just because it's something they want to achieve in their life um and it's not you know and so a room like that wouldn't be for them so there is there is space for everybody within that yeah it makes sense thank you so much for sharing your knowledge about uh, all those social media specifically tiktok and clubhouse those are places that i want to get more involved in and if people want to know more about you about your books where can they find you uh, yeah all the usual sort of places so um as you can see there my name is matt state s-t-a-i-t you can just google that and you'll find me or if you want to see my alter ego then uh, type in modern samurai and so that's how you'll find me on youtube tiktok those sort of things and so that's the uh, that's the superman version to my clark kent as you see me now okay thank you i'll make sure to share all those links in the show notes so thank you so much for being with us today oh my pleasure my pleasure Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. If you loved what you heard, be sure to share it with me by leaving me a review. If you are ready to publish your book, let me take your hand in my course, How to Self-Publish on Amazon. I will show you every step you need to take to successfully go through the publishing process on the platform. Keep on writing, 